I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Brothers in football, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Oh, Tranmere earned a replay at Watford. Newcastle earned a replay at Rochdale. But Aston Villa didn't earn one at Fulham. My name is Marcus. Luke is here. Right. Jim is here. Hello. And we welcome the return of King Donny Don, Pete I'm Donaldson. I'm not happy. He is a poor <laughs> wayfaring stranger. And I'm back from my self-imposed hibernation. My bum has been unpacked with twigs and soil. Yeah. And I'm ready to get uh, picnic baskets. Uh-huh. Some, I'm being a bear, basically. Some, some yeah. bears have been known to give birth while hibernating. Did you give birth? Uh, I don't think I feel that my stomach yeah. very it's much like is, is on, yeah. <laughs> in a particularly harsh winter they'll eat their own cubs as well because they know they can just have more mm. would, you, would you or have you done that cool uh, no I've not eaten anything that's coming out of my body and look who could say that over the Christmas period <laughs> <laughs> some dark nights just yeah, you and I have you, <laughs> you all got your Christmas trees down now yes yeah, I haven't actually. Streets happen. around my way are like Christmas tree graveyards. Everywhere, everywhere, mate. I try going for a run on a Sunday morning around my area, no. jumping over a Christmas tree. It's like a cross-country effort. It's like a Christmas-themed video game. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah. yeah. Lovely. Like Temple Run, is that oh. a thing? Or like a January-themed no. video game where you're trying to get a, you know get about £10 pounds off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Mm, but it's good to have you back, Petey. Is it? Because you were very rude about me. No, you said fine. I wouldn't listen. Anyone, you said I wouldn't anyone more specifically than us? Say again. Who was Mainly Luke, bit of you, Marcus. Did I get involved? Jim, Jim. Had a little Jim had a surprising couple of uh, digs as well. I'm, I'm what quite I can do. snarky when you're not yeah. here, mate. Jim's like that that, that, that that lad at school where you know someone's bullying someone else. They've taken him down, and Jim has a little kick. Shackles are off. Richard Hammond. Yeah. He's or obviously Jack Matt, isn't he? Or I'll um, kneel down behind them. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, when I'm in particularly good form, which I admit is less less and less often these days, mm. I can rally Marcus and Jim around me and get yeah. them to all the booting on you. Right, okay. but it doesn't happen that often. But Jim and I are guns for hire, famously. Yeah. So yeah. Peter, if you want, uh, Luke is the nuclear rod. You guys are water. 
<laughs> yeah. Let's make some steam, baby. <laughs> Damn right. Damn bloody right. Well, let's start with the FA Cup, shall we? It seems like an obvious place to begin. Uh, and we go straight to Watford, where there was a fantastic comeback from Mickey Mellon's men. <laughs> yeah. Mickey Mellon's I men. Mean, speaking of steam, presumably Nigel Pearson had some coming out of <laughs> well, no, he, yeah. well, he said that there wasn't a priority. Straight after the mm. after the after the game, he was like, "Look, we have to be honest. It's not a priority for us. The league is the priority. Yeah. Up yours, FA Cup. Didn't want to win you anyway. Yeah, but I mean, you, well, you are still in it. Play another game now, doesn't <laughs> he? So. If, 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 if his players weren't so horrifically incompetent, <laughs> could have gone through. Well, you're right, Jimmy. They were three nil up against a side who are what two divisions below them, and uh, and now they have to play another game. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's piss poor. Well, it's it's funny. Sorry, Pete. Go on. Sorry, Jim. Go on. No, I've on. been away for a while. It's yeah, very exactly. much your chance to get involved. All right, fine. I mean, one of you's going to have to fucking scream. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what I was going to say was that uh, Mickey Mellon said that at half time, he basically gave his players a rocket and said, look, these players, have, these fans have come a long way. Uh, we've got to at least give them something. That the very least you can do is leave it all out on the pitch. So that coincided with Watford going, nah, this game's won. Yeah. So it was just, the, mm. the, you know, the, the effort flipped on its head completely. I, I but think surely it's 3-2 as a Watford player, you go, oh, we should probably try again a bit. I think mm. it's all down to Mike Dean's pre-match visit to the Tranmere dressing room. Ooh. Ooh. Apparently, Tell Mickey, Mickey Mellon said that apparently um, McDean went in, obviously a big Tranmere fan himself. Mm-hmm. Is he? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, remember, he went mental on the um, on in, in the crowd. He spotted in the crowd at uh, I think last year's FA Cup. Oh, was yeah. in the crowd up. Oh, so he was. Um, he went. He wasn't referee in that game. Was I was suddenly. <laughs> 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 well, I have seen referees at the end of FA Cup matches like sink to their knees and put yeah. their arms and go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Mike Dean went in apparently and explained VAR to Tranmere oh. and basically said, look, keep playing after the, an offside uh, and all of that. So and then he stood on the treatment table, so I'd scouting. Come on, <laughs> But he's right though because the, the, when people say I'll play to the whistle, mm. you shouldn't now. No, no, exactly. No. So wait for the second whistle. If anything, wait for that second. It's strange. What's times. Mike Dean doing there? I don't. Mike, well, just getting well, a fan. Yeah, in the do, dressing room. Did he do the same to the opposition players? That's what I want to know. I'm just thinking. I mean, they should be used to I VAR, think that's problematic. But I, mean, yeah, I do a little bit as spare well. Spare a thought yeah. for Roberto Pereira, who only signed for Watford from Juventus for 13 million. Mm. Probably didn't imagine himself getting sent off against Tranmere in the FA Cup. <laughs> no, probably didn't, no. <laughs> no, so, I mean, he's probably had a bit of a difficult... But he's played an FA Cup final, hasn't he? Days. Yes. Well, he probably they got would big have 6-0. Yeah. yeah, I know. But on, <laughs> but on VAR, it's interesting. If, if, obviously, if, if Tranmere were playing I don't know, Leeds or a Borough, like teams that are at the top of mm. the Championship they wouldn't have uh, got back into this game. They wouldn't be in the draw. Because yeah, right. VAR, it, it's just, again, a movable feast. I, why don't they just introduce them in, in the fifth round where you are obviously going to see more Premier League teams, etc. Because you can't. This weird... Because, it, because it, ha- it, ha- it can only be uh, installed at grounds that can accommodate it. But, so but if, if whole... you've got a fifth round team, like say Tranmere, get to the fifth round and they're drawn at home, you couldn't have VAR. But what it. I'm saying is, but Tranmere's got a ground that's big enough. I mean, Bournemouth have a VAR, for example. Uh, you, you, mm. could, you could have a temporary uh, cheap version of VAR or, or just a version of VAR. For Grant, it's just a lot of cameras. That's what we need. Like. There's been a lot of issue around VAR. <laughs> what we need is a cheap version of it. Yeah. I'm just well, saying, to, well, it's just fair. cameras, isn't it? It's not sensors. <laughs> What, you with a piece of paper and a pencil. Well, it's not. Uh, looked yeah. offside. Just, just have a bloke with a flag. AKA a linesman. A portable version of well, VAR that could be uh, installed in every ground that managed to get to the I, I don't think it's. The quarters. I think, it, it, yeah, because Swansea, they obviously were a Premier League club not that long ago. And when the, now they're in the Championship. Now, I know they, they were dumped out of the cup by some wonderful QPR goals. But It's part of your par- parachute payment to the uh, ability to sell the cameras. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. but wasn't it that they played at home? Um, would it have been Man City last 
season mm. and they couldn't have the video assistant replay turned because, on because people were saying well hang on but they were a Premier League ground yeah. so mm. maybe there's just a load of k- a kit they got lugged down <laughs> yeah. so if, like, if the kit's there we can't be bothered bringing it it's just it. a load of cameras and a tactics truck isn't it really That's it's almost like they don't know what the fuck they're doing you don't even mm. need a tactics truck because it goes no. back to Stockley Park yeah. which is That's a right. permanent facility I would think <laughs> that um, actually a cheaper version of it might be good because the problem is that it's overcomplicated right so actually, maybe like a budget knockoff it's one. You see, I told you Jim and I were guns for highs. You're already few, coming few around. Few on the <laughs> few GoPros on the crossbar. Lovely. I wouldn't install any of it anywhere. Really? Nah. Okay. Cool. But but we're glad though that uh, for the for the sake of the cup, the magic of the cup is VAR adding to the magic. What of the, the magic cup? of the Mickey Mellon? <laughs> it sounds a little bit like a Scottish Chris Waddle. Yeah, I was going to say. Have a listen. Have a listen. What percentage of the fact that this was at the very top of the running order is down to the result, which is fair enough. It's right. an interesting result. Come on. And what percentage is that Marcus just wanted to say Mickey, Mickey Mellon? Mellon yeah. mm. You know, fifty-fifty, like strawberries and cream. Boiled <laughs> <laughs> like beef and carrots. You've got to have the. You've got to have the result. You've got to have the comeback. You've got to have Mickey Mellon. Mm. We got all three. Like, the Tranmere. Like Michael Bublé. And a Velociraptor. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but it was glorious, though. What I love about the, 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 the equalising penalty, you think to yourself, oh, a bit of pressure smashes that home. Yeah. Why, why, why is he giving that penalty away? <laughs> <laughs> right in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two. Why are you doing it? I like it. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> not but for me, I, I like it. why he's doing it. Do you, I, but what do you think about what Pearson's saying when he says, you know, the FA Cup is not our priority, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's not been at Watford that long. They've had, they've had a good run. I mean, it's, And it's all about momentum and winning matches. Yeah, I, I would think, that, I, would think I, I think it's a little bit confusing because precisely due to this momentum thing. If you, if you are a team who's not been very good, low on confidence, you bring some results together, you start playing quite well, you can either have effectively a week off because yep. you play... Uh, a reserve team whatever mm. or you can maintain that momentum I mean they're only playing one game a week Watford yeah. mm. they should be wanting to play all the time well uh, yeah and, and I, I I get what he says you know if they're 3-0 up against the side in, well, if you in, go to Man City away in the cup maybe you think well fucking hell it's the last thing we need yeah, yeah, no, no, but I get, at home to Tranmere I get, and, and you're 3-0 up yeah, exactly, against the side yeah. of two divisions below yeah. you it, I mean to be very fair little and he didn't say that at half time did he he said it after the game that it wasn't a priority well, but well, no, he may have said at half time right lads no injuries take it easy mm. well, he could have done yeah does that sound like Nigel Peterson no. I want three if you don't injuries get in, to yeah. the opposition. If you don't get an injury, I'll give you one. <laughs> I feel like, you know, Pearson's long in the tooth enough to, to know what a relegation battle uh, entails. So I think if he feels it's better than, for them to not have those FA Cup games, that's clearly the side he's come down on, isn't mm. it? He's made that decision based on his experience of like, all right, we just need to focus entirely on the mm. league. If he keeps Watford up this season, does that mean... They'll win the league the following season when he gets sacked. And yeah. Only if Ranieri comes in. Yeah, okay, yeah. right. Oh, shout out to Tramway, though, because it's a great um, highlight in their otherwise quite rubbish season. They're not doing very yeah. well in League One, and so it's good for them. It's, it's for very out. pleasing because when you, when you see a side uh, like when Wigan, were they in League One when they beat Man City 1 0? Yes, the they were. Final? Mm. Um, but they were flying high, I think, weren't they? Yes, they were. very well. Uh, whereas when you see, it's like, oh, they're League One, but they're not even a good League One side. What, like Rochdale, for example. <laughs> Well, you, you said... just described Rochdale. <laughs> Let us who go I there. believe in nineteenth in League One, aren't they? So down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how about that then, Peter Donaldson? Uh, Newcastle United will need a replay against Rochdale. Mm. Almiron, though, he got another goal. Yeah. It's good to see him operating at his level, isn't it? Come <laughs> on. I tell you what, Atsu uh, definitely found his level. <laughs> oh, what's Joe Linton's? That's the question. Yeah, that is a big question. See, a friend of mine supports Newcastle. I've got a different Newcastle point of view. Pete? Peter. Oh, um, and he was saying that. Um, he feels like Newcastle haven't got enough stick over Joe Linton. <laughs> no. He's got one He's, goal uh, for, for Newcastle, hasn't he? I think Almiron's made that fly under the radar a bit. Are you yeah. saying that, that they haven't they've haven't got enough stick because they've been 
the way they've been using him, or just because of the, they signed him at all. Oh, I see. But I think the difference is that Almiron. It seems to me, and Pete can tell me if I'm wrong here, but it seems to me that Almiron, everyone wants him to do well because he works really hard. He seems mm, like yeah. he's got a great attitude. Blah blah. Mm. Um, with Joel Linton, it's kind of looks a bit adrift, doesn't he? I think I think the way he was played in the first start, the first part of the season, obviously playing that kind of hold up role, he wasn't really used to the Premier League. Mm. He looked a bit a, a bit untidy and a bit crap. Um, but I think. Now you get into a situation, and to be honest, a lot of people were saying that when he came from Germany, he does have the ability to look a little bit aloof, a little bit disinterested because of his physicality and because he's not that quick of a player. So why they're playing him there, I don't well, know. Well, yeah, I've, I've heard a few Newcastle fans say that, he, that the way he was um, used when he was playing in Germany is actually different to Newcastle. Oh yeah, something he was he was out on uh, farmed out on on the left a little bit, but yeah. just 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 to give himself a bit more room to run into. But playing as a whole. Up the it's a very different role in a very different very league and it's a lot to do with confidence if you look at that mm. that chance he had towards the end where he, he was in on goal and he mm. steered it wide pulled it wide and it was I mean it was wasn't such easier to score, but you've you've that's, got. It's not a forty million footballer, is it? <laughs> no, at Rochdale at that can, level. Can I can I just flick it over to the Rochdale side who are eighteenth, not nineteenth? Mm. Apologies to Rochdale fans mm. everywhere for that. Or Rochdale, which is in the running order. Rochdale, which I enjoyed. Email the Italian um, version. <laughs> I, I think you'll find it says Rochdale. Well, you yeah. might have changed it in a later iteration. By the way, it's great for the listeners to hear. I was going to say. <laughs> email in showatfootballroundday.com if you can think of a bigger age gap between an assist yeah. and a goal than mm. the 23 17? years yeah. between the 17-year-old Luke Matheson and the 40-year-old Aaron Wilbraham scoring. Surely there must be from when Totty was playing at Roma. There must be something there. People will tell us. Well, I've given you a, a little something there. It was a lovely, uh, It was a lovely. well, it's not particularly a, a lovely story, but he, he put the put it away and obviously made the, made the headlines and he sort of spoke very eloquently about um, he lost his mum at the start of December mm. um, at Wilbraham and uh, he said in between prepping the eulogies and stuff like that, he, he found freedom playing football. So I'm, I'm, I'm really nice happy for him. For him. Yeah, yeah. But to be honest, in, in, from the Newcastle side, don't always get to the fourth round, so it's just great to be in the draw. I was going to say, yeah. Even if, I mean, Rochdale are going to be looking for the big payday, but unfortunately Mike Ashley has <laughs> sold off a load of tickets for free, so the get receipts will be very much reduced for the Rochdale. I, I think, I think Rochdale have got to the fourth round in the recent years more often than Newcastle have. Oh yeah, they will do. Yeah. And they would have to start in the first round. <laughs> so. <laughs> so based on based on that very weird anomaly, how are you confident about the replay? Well, look, Steve Bruce said the turning point was uh, Mutu coming off. I didn't realise we had Adrian Mutu yeah. playing for Newcastle United. <laughs> yeah. He, of course, means uh, Mutor. Yeah, bloody hell. <laughs> so if we can get Joe him back, all over again. Get him back fit for the for the next uh, round. I, I don't think there's a... I think they'll be all right getting through that, but... Uh, to be honest, with, with one or two of the efforts Rochdale had towards the end, <laughs> I, I was thinking to myself, Newcastle will be thinking, let's get him back to St James. <laughs> yeah, let's, they, let's they take him back there. Rochdale but, um, massively grew into the game. The first sort of yeah. 10 or 20 minutes was essentially sustained Newcastle pressure without Gave them really... too much respect, didn't they? Yeah, and then, and then they thought, hang on a minute, we can, we can well, do I think this, that's it. it. When, when, uh, which, and what I say makes Tranmere's comeback even more impressive. But when you have a lower league side playing against a Premier League side, and they, and as you say, they go at them mm. and they score early and they're getting chances, the lower league side must think, oh, bloody, hell, let's let's just keep the numbers mm. down. But if they miss a few chances and it's only one nil, you, you you're still in there. Yeah, yeah. And of course, they, they get their tails up and the, and the home crowd um, gets behind them. And we see that time and time again, don't mm. we? Well, Mellon said didn't he after the game? He said that we were a little bit surprised by how quick Newcastle's players were. We weren't sort of perhaps ready for that. But by the same token, you could see they sort of thought, they seem to be trying to score again. 
<laughs> but, they, but they can't. They can't. <laughs> Why don't we have a go? And that's football. <laughs> yeah. Well, replay there. Was it? Was it that game where the um, crowd were very vociferous in their criticism of Robbie Savage? Do you want to hear the? Was it that one? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it was that. Do you want to hear one? Robbie Savage's? Uh, I'm not bothered. Uh, yeah. Retort yes, to sing the obscenity out of commentator when he's doing his job. <laughs> Yeah, I thought they were a disgrace yesterday, the Newcastle fans. Listen, I took it. You know, I was laughing. You know, I had to laugh. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Pathet- Newcastle fans, there yesterday, you were singing. <laughs> You're absolutely pathetic. But listen, I took it. I took it, you know, laughing as I had to. How many annoyed zombies do you see yeah. around here? <laughs> Just one. Yeah, so I think Jules, you can hear Jules Breach there going, I agree, presumably with the Newcastle fans. Yeah. Are we, I mean, we can't... Who can yeah. say? Who can say? <laughs> yeah, we can't talk on behalf of Jules. it was Jules Breach, but... Was uh, it not? No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not a breach. No, <laughs> there wasn't a breach. <laughs> not a breach. You will hear Jules Breach tomorrow, of course. Mm. Off at Warhammer Daily. Absolutely. Yeah. Without Absolutely. Robbie Savage. Well, the, I think yeah. the... Well, I think, think could have stored out in her in uh, suitcase. The day she turns up with Robbie Savage will be a watershed moment for Warhammer mm. Daily, I think, but I not for so. necessarily the right reasons. Well, I think that the, I think what Robbie Savage has done there is he's put that to bed, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think yes. the Newcastle fans... <laughs> he's made it clear <laughs> that he's not upset about it. Yeah. Anyone who says he's upset yeah. about it is a fucking liar. And the Newcastle yeah. fans will hear what he said and they will probably think, do you know what? We've had our fun. Well, no, I, th- I think, to be, to be honest, they'll, they'll wake up today feeling pretty embarrassed. Yeah, no, I think yeah. so. They definitely won't go all in again. At no. the risk of, of, of you know, this, this turning sound, what, what were the actual chants? Robbie Savage, he's a wanker, he's a wanker. Yeah, great, yeah, like that. Fine. Yeah. But they're, they're, I think the commentary team were right in the middle of the Newcastle uh, United oh, right, yeah. Silly, in my opinion. Very silly. But Just silly. He likes being centre of attention. There you go. Well, there you are, you've Rob. got it. Mm, you've got it let's move on to Craven Cottage where uh, nobody's shouting words like wanker other than in the away end Uh, Fulham of course uh, beat Aston Villa 2-1 I was a little bit surprised at this having seen Fulham a few times this season a little bit disappointed in Aston Villa but when you've got your scoring boots on like those Mm. Fulham players do um, Harry Arter came off the bench and scored an absolute peach there were a lot of peaches scored this weekend in FA Cup both those Fulham goals were great Knockouts was a beauty I mean it's the first goal he scored since September which is surprising really because he loves the championship, as we know, and he's a great attacking player. And um, in terms of forward play, you'd possibly argue on his day one of the best players in that league. He certainly was when he was going up uh, with Brighton, was it? Um, so surprised it's taken him that long, but uh, it was worth the wait. He, he he seemed to. I mean, from what I saw, did you go to the game? I wasn't there. No, he, he seemed to. Um, he seemed to work really hard and sort of be well worth his goal. Mm-hmm. And and you know, when he plays on the right like that and cuts it on that left foot, yeah. I mean, you think. I feel I know it's obviously easier said than done, and he would know better than me. But I feel like he could do that all day well, this in the is championship, it. and he didn't do it very much when I saw them against Stoke. Yeah, you think, why, why are you not? Why are you not doing that? Well, I agree with you. I think it's it's the old Iron Robin, isn't it? You know what he's going to do, but he's so effective. And I think with knockout players, know what he's going to do. And I think mm-hmm. he often thinks, okay, I'll, well, they know, so I better try and maybe go down the right and whip it in with the weaker foot, or I'll pass it back to the fullback, or yeah. I'll play it inside. And actually, he could do with being a little bit more direct. Cause he's but he's specifically rate, in that team for his left foot, well, to of course, cut in on his left. But his work rate is fantastic. Yeah, he works really hard. He's got yeah. good pace. Uh, I mean, he really, he's got a great engine on him. Like, even at the, in injury time in the second half, you know, he will be bombing around the pitch. So, you're right, hopefully for, for Fulham's sake, now he's done that, you think, oh, hang on a minute, I fancy a bit, a bit more of that. You know, because, mm. like you say, you can predict that kind of movement, but <laughs> you have to wait to stop it until it happens, of course. It's a, it's a slightly weakened, like, Fulham team as well. And and um, they didn't play... Can Harrison Reed not play because it's, it's a cup game or something? Because he wasn't in the squad. I think he might have been injured, old Harrison. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah. right. And then Arthur came on. Arthur hasn't hasn't been in the team for a while. Well, Reed's either, been keeping he? Arthur out the side. Yeah. Because Arthur's on loan, isn't he, from... Uh, That's right, Southampton, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bournemouth? Bournemouth, yeah. Southampton. 
Is it Arthur at Southampton? I'm pretty sure he's... Um, no, Harrison Reed's on loan from Southampton. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. you're talking about Arthur, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, all, the, all the South Coast uh, yeah. clubs. Uh, Portsmouth haven't sent him a player on loan. I don't know why. I don't think they requested one. <laughs> no, okay. um, <laughs> Is that the best you got? No, we don't want him. <laughs> Have him back. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Reed kept uh, Harry Arthur on the bench largely because Arthur yeah. was the starting player in, in that Fulham side. And I quite liked him because, you know, he's got a little bit of bite about him as, <laughs> uh, as Pete quite enjoys as well. But coming on like that, scoring an absolute peach, it was, it was one of the Dean Smith, the Villa manager. He was another one who didn't seem too bothered after yeah. the match and said it wasn't their priority. Is this like the default setting now for, mm. for managers who get a poor result in the cup? Well, a, a manager's in a relegation battle that get a poor result and to well, a degree okay, that yeah. is fair enough is it not y- yes but if you're a travelling fan and you've gone down to London from Birmingham mm. and you hear well you know it's it's not really our priority in there mm. kind of thing I know it's only just words yeah. and he may just say that in front of the press well aware of that but still though would you not feel a little they bit... have been offered Emmanuel Adebayor so have know, they? they obviously have to pool their resources sounds like a euphemism <laughs> who's been offered Emmanuel Adebayor Aston Villa have yeah. they they've got striker crisis Marcus yeah, I suppose can't put the ball in the net well it's a great shame because uh, Wesley's out and Tom Heaton the, the, the thing is, the thing is, we gutting for Heaton. Yeah, it is really and me. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. It is. It is. I mean, it is. It's it's a, a, it's for the rest player. of the season, all joking aside, um, he's had a good season so far. I'd say from the seventeenth of December mm. to the fourth of January, which I'm just checking here now. Right, is one, two, almost three weeks. Right, <laughs> they've had six <laughs> gap between two and three. There, no, I was just counting. I'm to make sure I get it right. They've had six <laughs> games with her. I mean, we yeah. talk a lot about the Christmas period. Now, I understand they played 21st, 26th and 28th of December. That's three games in a week. A lot of teams play three games a week all the time. And I, and, 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 and I wonder whether you necessarily need to, to go into this game where you go into an FA Cup third round game where you think the mindset is obviously so poor. Mm. If, if, if Nigel Pearson and, and Dean Smith are saying that, might well be, as you've intimated, Marcus, it's because they're trying to save a bit of face because they want to mm-hmm. kind of try and you know, say, well, it wasn't our priority anyway. You wonder what the attitude is in the games in the, in the days leading up to the game. If that's how they're thinking, yeah. I wonder if you actually need to do that, and whether you it's, it's better to maintain the momentum, particularly for fans who travel down from Birmingham, in this case, um, to, to Fulham, or, or I mean, what was a home game? I suppose it's a bit different, but I feel it's a bit. I think it's a bit of a shame because I think FA Cup third round for me is one of my favourite weekends of the season as a football fan, and also as well, a cup run can can give such. Uh, a, <laughs> I suppose a lift for for any club, really. You know, any any team wants a good cup run, and I appreciate the whole relegation thing, bloody bloody blah, absolutely. But these these two sides we're talking about here, I know Watford are still in the cup, but they're playing lower league opposition. Yeah, I agree. But do you think it might be a symptom of the fact that the Premier League is this sort of huge cash rich El Dorado and you know a term we hear quite a lot is incremental marginal gains and <laughs> not having some games when other teams do is is going to give you one of those so I, I wonder if it's just yeah, th- th- this extreme micromanagement that, that Premier League managers employ now but it's not I, I think there's more to it than that though Jim because if you if you think okay they play a weakened team if you look at Aston Villa they played a weakened team away to, Villa, uh, to, to Fulham they still played quite a few first team mm-hmm. regulars mm-hmm. and what are they going to think? Oh, they, what have they got experience of now? Well, they've got experience mm. of traipsing down to a game that they feel like no one wanted to play yeah. uh, and they've been beaten by a championship mm. side. Is that good for them? Yeah, Probably yeah. not. Newcastle well, put a full strength team out. <laughs> Did they? So that's to be praised. Not really, <laughs> no, not really. They, well, every player they had. <laughs> no, one, no one really knows. <laughs> no, I, I, get, I do understand that a manager can say that in front of the press, as I say, mm. and even for his own sake, 
he's thinking, oh, well, it's not really the priority. You know, I'd get that. And then he goes in the dressing room and goes, right, that's not good enough. And, and yeah. hammers right, on. your pricks. Yeah. <laughs> I bowed you out there. Yeah, I'm exactly. not doing it again. Nobody watched TV for the next few days. I would absolutely love to see whoever wins the FA Cup this year go, yeah, it wasn't really a priority. It's, it's <laughs> nice though, isn't it? It's nice to have it. <laughs> but, but, as, uh, yeah, but, but people worry about the degrading of the competition. But as Luke Moore said recently on the radio, actually, if you look at the winners of the Cup, it's always the big teams, really. Yeah. Anom- anomalies in the last sort of... Well, and the finalists as well. I mean, I, th- yeah. I think it's only... I think Millwall and one other who've not been a top flight team that's got to the FA Cardiff? Cup final. Who did, uh, yeah, Cardiff. Portsmouth. Yeah, it's Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah. I was glossing over that. Two uh, here among <laughs> us have seen their teams win the FA Cup and it is fucking brilliant. It's great. It, it is yeah. absolutely if you, brilliant. If you go down, if you go down to, to Portsmouth now, I mean, I wouldn't recommend you do that, but if you did mm. and you asked a lot of Portsmouth fans what their highlight of the last 20 years is, it'll be the FA Cup win. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So it does, it, does, it does matter to fans as well. Well, the good thing is, ladies and gentlemen, is that after the break, we're going to talk about more FA Cup action. See you in a moment. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the Ramble on Football Ramble Daily, everybody. And now it's time for emails with PDD. Pete. 
very rude men saying very rude things while I was away, and I will not forget them. Well, read them out then. <laughs> All right, then. Well, yeah, exactly. Everyone was complaining about the uh, quality uh, of the email uh, inbox. Um, and so they decided to um, flip reverse it and fill the email box with uh, words like Gillingham is shit. Gillingham is shit. Uh, James Warner, Christian O'Brien, Jim Neal, Owen Huggins, uh, Philly Ross Russell. Beautiful name. Johnny Dunn, uh, Paul Hughes, Cricket 99, uh, Tim Skinner, Joe Clemson, Louise Parrott, uh, Ryan Dilks, Oliver Harvey, Alan Marples, John Hosking, Rich Wilson, Ian Wilson, possibly related, Sam Wingroves, Hannah Lilly, uh, Oliver Abel, Sean, and that's just the first page. They all think Gillingham is a fucking shit hole. <laughs> Luke Moore. Yeah. I right, what say, have you done? I, 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 I just speak the truth. Yeah. I just speak my truth. <laughs> and I encourage others to do the same. Yeah. I agree with Has you anyone truth. stuck up for Gillingham? Literally no one, Jim. Literally <laughs> oh, no one. That makes me a bit sad. I mean, I, I think the and people of Gillingham the, are a proud people. And they're out the cup as well. And they deserve better. They're out the cup. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hello to Gavin. Hi, guys. And specifically Jim. When taking over the emails during Pete's unspecified and unsanctioned absence, how did you <laughs> How did you miss the chance to uh, change the classic anthem to Shaw at footballcampbelldaily.com? Because none of the emails would have arrived uh, yeah. okay. good point uh, uh, Kenyan top flights Kieran Fox we love oh. a, a, a great name in African football yeah. uh, with such names as AFC Leopards Poster Rangers Zoo FC uh, my personal favourite though says Kieran <laughs> is this one uh, the Kakamega Homeboys good <laughs> The great Kaka one. Mega Homeboys, our new, our new Kenyan top flight league. I'd love uh, to uh, be able to say I supported them. Oh, yeah. Send us a shirt, mate. Third, third in the <laughs> league behind Tusker FC and Gore Mahia. Can you find a shirt online, do you reckon, Pete, later today? I'll have a look. Kaka yeah. Mega Homeboys. Yeah. I need access to the Rumble uh, credit card. <laughs> No, no. Saying, guys, uh, I'm lobbying. I'm lobbying for speaking it. Speaking of sanctions. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I've been listening to the Ramble for a couple of years now and quickly established which one of you is Pete and which one was Luke. Mark's a gym, though. I've always been interchangeable in both appearance and contribution. <laughs> Marcus is the host, host of the show. Yeah. Outrageous. We look very different. Yeah. Um. Uh, I do recall that either Marcus or Jim is the leading authority on a result being classified as a gubbing. I think that might be That's Jim. Marcus. No, it's is Marcus. It? Oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> is this from are you? you? Are you again? Is this from you to try and determine which one of us is <laughs> which? We swap spectacles like yeah. twins. Marcus um, doesn't wear glasses. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Shut up, Marcus. How long um, have you been away for, Pete? Yeah. <laughs> As such, I thought they would enjoy QPR underlining their 5-1 FA Cup triumph over Swansea with the 90th minute introduction of Joseph Gubbins for his first team debut. Ooh. Beautiful. A Gubbins from a Gubbins. Dad from Oxford, thank you for that. And finally, for now, uh, Scott says, uh, did you see Luca Toni uh, recently teaming up with Fallon Sherrick in a tournament? Yeah. I did see that, he yeah. He was dreadful. Yeah, she was coaching him, but he was he was poor. They, was he still, beat, his... they still beat Phil Taylor and Cor, so they can't be that bad, he says. Mm. Was he wearing his World Cup winners medal? <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, gang. Fallon, Fallon Sherrick probably made uh, twice as much money as she would have made in the women's tournament. Remember, oh, they had their price, uh, prize money. Mm. That was in the BDO, though, Pete, and she performs in the PDC. Yeah. Okay, oh, then. Different cool. organisations for different yeah, but She needs. was playing at the thing, wasn't she? She was going to go off the women's me? title. She was playing in the thing. She's playing in the women's title and the women's, the women's competition got cut financially so they right? couldn't give the amount of money that they promised them so she went, nah, you're right, mate. I've just mm. beaten the block. Mm. Is that where you've been? You've know, been to been, uh, Crystal Palace? Alexander Palace? What's happening? I've been on holiday in Alexandra Palace. Press, press, yeah. press the button. The jingle. Press the button. I don't usually do an out. Do it now. seem more confused than normal. <laughs>
What? You just seem more confused. Oh, it's just, it's just button box. I can't, I can't figure it out. Words like silence, meaning silence. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, mind we, blown. Why? Why is that there? What? Well, so, so you can. So it. it, it, it um, Dampens the sound, right? Oh, so you do know what it is. Yeah, I remembered after. Oh, you do after. know what it is. Oh, right. you remembered after. Yeah. Sorry, after, Pete. Do you mind if I do some... an addendum? Do you mind if I do some sponsorship contractual obligations? Okay, then. Are yeah. you off to see the darts at Buckingham Palace? Then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's oh, a bit... Darts is boring. It's a bit way forward to score update. Uh, it's it's a no this week for us. Yeah. Uh, it's a ramble <laughs> hall. Four mm. out of four. Incorrect. Uh, chiefly because Raul Jimenez will not learn. No, yeah. no. How do we solve a problem like Raul Jimenez? Answers on the postcard. Um, Pete, Sammy Amiobi did not score first. Didn't get the field. Bridge. Yeah, don't even <laughs> yeah. think he played. He's played a lot of matches recently as well. Marcus Calvert-Lewin probably should have scored I first. I know, yeah. Uh, and I picked Luka Milivievich, who got himself sent off yeah. for yeah. violent conduct. A particularly yeah. barren week, isn't it, for but us? But, yeah, exactly, it was terrible. But he, um, and I'm sure you're going to come on to this right now, Marcus, he was sent off by Michael Oliver using the screen. First time ever yes. in England. Screen, Woo! screen, screen. Is that progress or is it not? I think Mike D might have used it as well. Well, that's what the reports are. He's the first. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I thought that I, I wasn't sure if it was the first or not, but it was um, reported somewhere that uh, it was the first time in England. Mm. If, if someone tells me something, I mean, as you probably agree, yeah. like I'm very confused at the best of times. I just go with it. Yeah. Someone told me Alan Shearer scored five goals. I'm like, yeah, that's as many as I can remember. He did so. against Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You, you've been very um, keen on wearable tech, haven't you, for, mm. for the refs, Pete? But what, yeah. what about a screen on a drone? So the screen comes to the ref. A scrawn. Yes, that'd great. be brilliant. Yeah. It just follows it around. Can't be that hard, right? Uh, no. I think it might. You'd have to change the battery every ten minutes, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Mm. I, th- I would like to see a drone following the referee around. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> mean necessarily following it for the whole game, but as soon as there's as soon as there's a contentious decision, just you know, it comes. And if the crowd should have a fan representative, and the drone will uh, emit that uh, voice going, "Don't fuck it up, Deeney." I think. I think more <laughs> Stop like making it about you. I think more like the referee gets a decision, makes a decision. <laughs> it's 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 then going to be ratified by VAR on the drone. Yeah. And if it's right... It's a touchscreen thing. Yeah, and if it's mm, right, mm. It's, it just flashes green. And if it's wrong, it flashes red and has to be overturned and he gets a BB gun shot on his bullet. <laughs> well, no, the, the drone just mashes its uh, gyrocopter blades <laughs> into, into him. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Gives well, him a nasty burn. It's got very running man all of a sudden, hasn't it? <laughs> it yeah. has, yeah. Well, it's something for FIFA mm. to consider for the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, yes, of course, we go to uh, Sellers Park. Crystal Palace are out. Mm. Derby County. With Big Wazza Rooney, captain in them. Um, they got their win, of course. Uh, and, and it's, that's a lovely old job for Derby, isn't it? It's a mm. great scalp. And Derby, with, with Rooney in there, they're going to feel revitalised. They've been hanging around mid-table in the, in the championship. But with, with Rooney coming back in there, who looked pretty good. He doesn't look that Not old. only did he look good, he dished out some, some testiclings as well, didn't he? Yeah, He really did, which is great to see. Uh-huh. Well, he, I mean, he's really kind of... I don't know if Derby are grooming him, but he's certainly also grooming himself to be a manager. Oh, well, he's a player coach there, isn't he? That exactly. is his official title. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's clearly he, taken to that with some gusto. So I didn't see this game other than the uh, the incidents, the, the goal from Chris Martin, which is a lovely finish. Mm. Um, trying to think of a cold play pun, can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it caused you trouble. And I, yeah, that's all. I yeah. saw Milivievich um, uh, get sent off. But when I saw Wayne Rooney come on for his debut against Derby, I think it was last Friday night. Four Derby, sorry. Yeah, last against Friday Barnsley, night. was it? Yeah, he played in the central midfield with a 19-year-old guy yeah. running around. Oh, Lovely that, old yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't quite know what position he played Nucleus, in this electron. game, but I suspect it's probably not in a 4-4-2 central midfield with Tom Huddleston, who also can't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not having Because if, if it was, they, they would not have won though. the game. <laughs> yeah, they did both play. Yeah. I, I enjoyed, uh, did you see Borgel's header at the far post, which was, it was almost palindromic. Mm. Yeah. Started off, bad, mm-hmm. became good, and then incredibly bad. 
again. <laughs> it was so, the positioning was bad. Then the header was good, and then the header was bad. I think you might have just described football ramble. Yeah, it sort of took us on a journey that header, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Do, Rudy... do you think? Do you think Huddleston should have uh, seen red? Which one for the uh... for the for the scrap with um, Milivojevic? Like he he puts his leg in a little. I bit. didn't. I didn't really see an awful lot that Milivojevic did that was that bad. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. I'll tell you what happened. Michael Oliver, because actually Michael Oliver came back over to him mm. and started explaining to him, and he motioned a headbutt, didn't he? So he's obviously sent him off for putting his head in there. Right. But the actual kick out wasn't that bad. Yeah, I thought Huddleston put kick, kick, kicked out as yeah. well. Like so, why? If well, you're checking the VAR, I think he could have bit, possibly walked as well. Pereira of Watford, he was a little kick out, wasn't he? There was a little right. yes. Because again, even I saw that and I didn't think that was that shocking. Mm. It's but funny, then, isn't it? Like because that has to be. I guess we're, we're seeing a light shone on these things a little bit more because that's got to be a sort of just an instinctive thing, right? Because it happened with Son a little while ago. Mm. Surely when players know that, there's, especially with VAR now, they know they're going to get punished Son for that, but they're just doing worse, it anyway. Right? Oh yeah, but, but they're all, you know, any incident where that happens is is silly because you know what's mm. going to happen and yet players keep doing it. I'd like heat the moment and all that kind of stuff. Do you know, exactly. remember in the like mid-noughties, there was a thing that you used to do on the internet. Um, you'd Careful. show you like a beautiful <laughs> pastoral scene. they go, look at this, look at this beautiful pastoral scene. Then 10 seconds in, a big monster would go, ah! Like oh, that, yeah, and you'd, yeah. you'd pull yourself. Do that on VAR screens. Yeah, the referees oh. kind of really concentrating on a tackle. Was it a tackle? You know, was thought, it a foul? Was I it a red card? Like that to Wayne Rooney popping up in a derby show. Keep him on his toes. Yeah, okay. I'll just put a picture of Wayne Rooney up. They're going to play derby this week. They got yeah. the seas players. Ah, Wayne Rooney. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, against Barnsley, he whipped one in, didn't he? Set one of the goals up. It's a lovely cross. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Jim, were you saying that you fully expect Wazza to tear it up in the championship? Mm. He's showing signs. He is. He's showing early signs. I think they'll benefit though. From sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They'll benefit from him uh, having him in there. Definitely. They've had um, they've had a difficult time. In my mind, for the last fourteen seasons, Derby have finished sixth in the championship. Yeah, I know what you mean. Not been promoted through the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're right down seventeenth now. Though they've 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 they're I think they're unbeaten in three. So there's a chance they could build a bit of a platform, and it can only be a good thing, obviously, to have Wayne Rooney in there for his experience and, and imparting his wisdom and all the rest of it. And the players would have been loving it. Well, they said they were in the when he yeah. turned up. Yeah, you know. but obviously he's got to be able to contribute on the pitch and so far it looks like he can do that. Yeah, that's right. No, I agree with you. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday got a good win away to Brighton, of course. The Owls were the better side. Mm. What about that little free kick route? I know it took a deflection, but it was quite nice, actually, I thought, uh, the way they, they worked that. It's, it's one of those ones where I thought, oh, I don't think I've actually seen that before. Or at least it's been it's been a while. I haven't I hadn't seen it before. Yeah, I know what you mean, but it yeah. seemed like quite simple. It's touched to the side, and you normally think the player's going to put his foot on the ball, and then he just takes that little extra touch to, to knock it to, to the player who has a, mm. a slightly clearer shot and goal, even though it did take a deflection. Lovely it was always job. quite it was always quite nice to see a, a, a slightly inventive free kick routine. Absolutely, even with a little deflection. Yeah, mm. but they were the better side. They weren't were. They? Again, I mean, yeah. we're Brighton going to just say, well, you know, we don't give a damn about the FA Cup. Yeah, what did Graham Potter say? He said, we hate the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah. and I'm annoyed that my name's got pot in it because yeah. that's how some people describe cups. And I, I have nothing but disdain for them. <laughs> I actively don't want to win this. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, did you see me celebrate it after the final whistle? <laughs> 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 Hang on, is that Graham Potter with the Sheffield Wednesday players in the dressing room? And <laughs> <laughs> Mike Dean, again. <laughs> how did he get down here? Yeah. FA Cup. One of the more adorable things of the weekend was uh, the 19-year-old mm. Sheffield Wednesday defender Osazi Uhogide I hope mm. I pronounced that right who made his debut um, and he is just the most adorable yeah. kid listen to this when he was interviewed after the game clean sheet of course they mm. won the game well, yeah. were there any nerves it didn't appear as though there were any nerves looking watching you play to be fair you think you have nerves but like 
when the game was going on, the like the crowd maybe when I came out, I was looking around. I was like, wow, <laughs> like this is a proper match day. <laughs> and then even when the crowd got up, I was getting happy. Like even like it just I I love it, man. I just love it. Oh, it's so lovely, isn't it? I want to protect that man. His yeah. face is, he's just so happy to be there. Yeah. He's loving uh, it. Oh. How is football going to rob him of that yeah. innocent spirit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the kit man, uh, Brighton, got um, his, uh, he got fired for stealing kit. Recently. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he <laughs> can't the most obvious. So he might rob him. Did he say, I'll just, I'll just take him a work home? <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just do a bit of washing. Just do a bit of washing. i got a washing machine on. For this one. Why bother you um, the big one at work? Just, what, just after um, the, that, that young kid uh, gave that interview, Graham Potter walked past and went, yeah, in the FA Cup. Yeah. Good luck. Clueless. Yeah. <laughs> Spat <laughs> chewing gum in his hair, rubbed it in. <laughs> so he seems like a quite nice bloke, Potter, but clearly, you know, yeah, yeah. We, got, we got him wrong, didn't we? we? Scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was, of course, an Premier League affair at Anfield. Well, sort of. Mm. Uh, well, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it did name, certainly. Uh, Liverpool filled in the kids. They still won, though. I think that will hurt Everton quite badly. Was, yeah. it, was it Pearson who said uh, there, are, there, there are two good teams in Merseyside? Uh, Liverpool, Liverpool won, Liverpool too. Yeah. Liverpool, it's like, it's like yeah. two of the big dogs in the, in the playground have arranged a fight after school. Mm. One of them sent his little brother out yeah. and he still won. I know. And it's also even more surprising because what Jürgen Klopp blatantly did is pick that team when um, I'm going to pick one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine ten, un, well, probably seven or eight inexperienced players, and I'm going to just gonna put James Milner in there, and he'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Milner gets He's injured. Put the mean up. What am I going to do now? Yeah, Milner's yeah. not there to look after them all. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp probably did um, what my friend's dad did once at the cinema, where he took us to the cinema, sat us down in the front row, yeah. and when the lights came on again, he was wearing different clothes. So he just what? left us there and gone away and done something and right. a shower, come back later. Mil- That's Mil- what Jurgen Klopp's done with Milner for that team. Adam Milner Lallana was involved. He was actually. Yeah. Milner and Lalana are like the two school teachers that you see on the mm. London Underground with big uh, yellow tabards on. Yes. Directing yeah. a ridiculous amount of children. And they like they've seen Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think Adam Lalana would be a very likable teacher. Mm. Yeah, I'd take uh, that. He kind of looks a bit teachery, I think. Mm. Yeah. Dis- disagree. But if you're going to. Southampton, isn't it? But the way that Everton played, they seem to like really. When Origi was on the ball they doubled up on him yeah. which obviously <laughs> gave Jones yeah. the freedom to go alright yeah. you're going to go two to a cubicle yeah. I'm using all of your irons I'm going to smash this one <laughs> I'm going to smash this one I, I, think, I think it's fair to I think it's fair to assume from that position mm. he's probably not going to score do you reckon? I mean, yeah I think if you, Techni- if you if, if, uh, look basic uh, basic football if you're a kid who's in Liverpool's even academy mm. you've got the skill to do that he's 18 years old mm. yeah and he's he's he scored an amazing goal. I don't want to mm. take anything away from him. I mean, like, the last thing he wants is some old man pissing all over his moment if he's listening, which mm. he definitely isn't. But if he did he that, he said unzipping. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if he did that twenty well, times, he wouldn't score one. Yeah. Oh, come on, Marcus. Come Zip on. We did it. He up. did it once and he scored. Zip yourself back. <laughs> no, up. you're right. You look, but Pete's point is right, though, isn't it? You're, by by being frightened of Origi, they've opened up space that's yeah. then been exploited. Well, you don't hang on, hang on, hang on. But there wasn't much space. You're talking about Origi has scored goals in the latter stages and the final of the Champions League which comes under latter stages uh, <laughs> if you're reducing uh, Liverpool to what 25-30 yard shots from an academy player I think you've done your job yeah. largely yeah. haven't you? Uh, you you know you have to be something special which it was but Everton had their chances and Adrian it felt to m- me made like, a number of saves and Everton yes. will look at that and think what an opportunity I know it was against the kids and it was against the youth team and all that 
but a win at Anfield, they haven't won there for you know a long time. A long time. Uh, they should have won that game with those chances. Really, I know Liverpool had the, the, the more of it. Really, and they, as the game went on, they they exerted their their dominance. Well, it felt to me that Everton smashed on the door over and over again in the yeah. first half an hour. But they should have won the really. Couldn't couldn't get in. Couldn't get through. And, and they were like, the, "What we're going to do now?" It's but, a damning result for Everton. It really is because that win would have given them such a lift, mm. especially as as the, the the likelihood of them beating Liverpool in the league is going to be. Yeah. You think that will go on for? a little bit the way the two teams are unless King Carlo can produce something but he'll, what yeah, an opportunity you think he'll be fuming was. with that you just yeah. wonder how many, exactly how many cherries on top Liverpool want this season um, I know. beating Everton in a cup with the kids <laughs> I know. brilliant and, and, a, <laughs> and a superb goal as well with, yeah. with a clean sheet um, but yes uh, there we are uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, before uh, uh, I, we go any further We've got an Ian Holloway update because his oh. Grimsby, Grimsby Town side, they won away at 1-0 and they played uh, with 10 men for about 80 minutes. They were down to 10 men after 10 and uh, and they got their win. So first yeah. first game for, for Holloway, clean sheet. He's having a lovely old time. Uh, it was, was it against Macclesfield? Mansfield. Mansfield, which sorry. We trailed it which on... Which is a big game, of yeah. course, we spoke about. That's a great start for Holloway. We trailed it on Friday, um, and uh, I said the Greensby Telegraph um, That's right. went with uh, batter the net nice. for Ian Holloway when he agreed to join Grimsby yeah. over some fish and chips. Um, I'm actually becoming a bit of a fan of the Grimsby Telegraph. It's a great little uh, mm. website. Oh, it's a lovely little read. They described the game as a nothing short of a roller coaster ride mm. and said it was... A, they described the performance as courageous... Well, and oh. if anybody was, was suggesting, then Holloway certainly answered his critics. Sacked in the morning. Don't, Don't think, think so. so. <laughs> Don't Any think excuse, so. ladies and gentlemen, uh, for and that. Now, take it. <laughs> in the running order, Peter, you've put a picture of two Newcastle United fans. Uh, I know they're Newcastle United fans because of their tattoo, um, but had they not have got tattoos, mm. I would have still guessed it anyway. <laughs> uh, two rather large gentlemen. One's got a Pat Sharp mullet. Mm. One yes. has. <laughs> Is that real? I can't tell if it's a sort of like Pat Sharp slash Barry Venison wig or if it's just real hair. <laughs> no, yeah. it's 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 real. I just cannot get enough of it. I appreciate it's not a visual uh, thing, but if you sort of uh, Google fat hair Newcastle, you'll get this picture on Google Images, I reckon. Mm-hmm. One we'll, of the we'll guys, those Twitter. three words in that order. Exactly. So there's, two, there's two men present uh, and three tattoos visible. One mm-hmm. is NUFC on a fat man's belly yep. the other one's a big crest on the back of another older gentleman mm-hmm. and at the bottom of his back he's just got a massive tattoo saying Fiona mm. nice <laughs> in that kind of Daily Mail um, script font, font. Yeah, yeah and he's, and he's um, all and English he's put the name of presumably his wife or mm. maybe his daughter I don't know a female family member we can safely assume firmly beneath the Newcastle United crest Yeah, thus intimating <laughs> his, uh, his priorities <laughs> I like it I it's, it's, a lo- it's a lovely bit of hair. There's also a man behind them, a younger man, uh, with his hood up, looking at them both, in, with very bewildered. Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're painting pictures here on the football We are. Indeed, yeah. we are. Of course, the FA Cup is not the only cup competition that's happening right now. Oh, the, no, masked, I... the masked footballer. The masked footballer. What's cup. the football? Just a lot of footballers playing in masks, and every five minutes, they are demasked. What are you doing? The Masked Singer. What is that? It's a very, very strange TV show. Tell me more. So it's it's it looks like absolute um, nonsense. Uh, Basically, it's just like a singing competition. Someone comes on dressed as like a chameleon or an octopus Mm. or whatever, and they sing and they go, "Oh, which celebrity could that be?" And it is a celebrity, and they'll go, "I I reckon it's the Queen," or "I reckon (laughs) it's." They always say someone really massive and who it's never obviously going to be, and then it will be like I don't know, Rylan Clark or someone. 
probably right. not even as big as that. Not BBC. That fe- it? No, it's not ITV. Of course it's like, it's the most so, ITV thing that has ever, ITV. Marcus is fuming over here. It's not licensed fee, Marcus. It's no, fine. No, no, I'm, I'm confused. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, who's that Ryan chap we spoke of? Excuse me for bringing a bit of zeitgeist <laughs> to the studio, guys. Presumably <laughs> you were prompting me to talk about the French Coupe de France. Well, I, mm. I was about to... As it's known, the French Coupe de France. <laughs> because um, the they, have, France. they have about, although the FA Cup is the oldest cup competition, the, I think the French one's the biggest. Massive. We always ask Brassel to talk us about it, to us about it when it's relevant. Well, it is relevant this week. Damn right. Um, a uh, about six and a half thousand teams entered this competition every season. Eight and a half thousand. Eight and a half. There we go. And um, there was a team from Reunion Island who made a six thousand mile journey um, to go and play in mainland France. They are um, uh, the, the team they played in France are a French second division side called Niort. And uh, they beat them. Mm. They did. They bloody well beat them 2-1. They travelled 6,000 miles to do it. Um, they took 100 fans with them. Oh, that's lovely. From Reunion all the way to 120 miles north of Bordeaux. And they saw a huge upset. That's amazing. Can you imagine that? That's <laughs> it's amazing. And, and the team who won were called uh, JS Sam Pierre uh, Pierre yeah. uh, or something like that. Or JS as we call and them. They used to, and do you know who started his career there? Chris Wattle. Dimitri Payet. Mm. Yeah. So I think they, they have a chance of getting a pretty plum draw in the next round as well, don't they? Against the elite <coughs> side. So yeah. They should get the home draw then. They do. Although will they go, well, no, we're, we're happy I to do no. I think they will do now. We're happy to go away. Yeah, we'll have a little trip we'll away. We'll stay, we'll stay there. <laughs> yeah. i tell you what, what though, imagine like... their bloody manager. Well, the French Cup's not really our priority. Yeah. <laughs> imagine <laughs> 6, they, imagine, imagine they get, say, imagine they get PSG yeah. and they've got to go to Reunion Island. Just have, be, it'd be great. I don't know, I don't know if that, that even it, happens. That, will, that would never happen yeah. for obvious reasons. Uh, Jim. <laughs> Let me dream. No, 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 you're right, Jim. I, I take the point, but it, it obviously wouldn't happen. But um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Are, are, are this JS side, are they in a relegation scrap? Because they've got sure. to think about that, haven't they? I, don't know. Sure. What I, do I, know I can't imagine though. Reunion Island has too many tears in its league system. <laughs> and I'm not sure why your guess for the player who started this career there was Chris Waddle. Uh, I just thought French football. He's <laughs> not a French, <laughs> is he? I've yeah. got to have they a bit of a lull. Go for Laurent Robert. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Laurent Robert is actually from Reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't uh, Roger Miller <laughs> live there as well? Uh, you might be right. Well, I think he, he was tempted out of some kind of island out of retirement to yeah, play I think a World it Cup was before. Yeah. I think it might have been the right. reunionised. And, and then he went to the 1990 World Cup, of course. Nice. Yeah, no, no, 94 that was. He was in the 91 anyway, wasn't he? 91. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forget which... Yeah. The he, World Cup 90, 1990, I think, wasn't a surprise that he was there. Oh, okay. I think the 94 one was. I think in the World Cup 90, he was still playing. Yeah. Yeah. He was 94 was properly like one last job. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, he was officially 38, wasn't he, in 1990? And, <laughs> and then he would have been 42 in 94. Mm. But he scored in 94, I believe. Oh, hang on a minute. No, look at this. He was actually playing for that exact team in 1990. Oh, there wow. you go. That's what I mean. I'm pretty sure in 1990, yeah, he, he oh. which makes 94 even more amazing slash ridiculous. What a brilliant <laughs> little bit of uh, internet sleuthing. It's like, don't fuck with cats. <laughs> Great. <Yeah. laughs> oh, dear. Um, any, any more for it? Oh, yeah, Zlatan Ibrahimovic's statue. Before oh, you yeah. go on to Zlatan, can you just tell me the name of the player who scored the goal in that game? Uh, Stefan. Stefan. And what's his surname, Marcus? Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, Raher Harry Manana. Nice. Wow, that's a lot of letters. Good name, isn't it? A lot of letters. Um, well Zlatan, yes. Yeah, Zlatan's bought a stake in uh, Swedish club Hammerby, who are big rivals of his first club, Malmo. I hear his statue was getting vandalised. They basically chopped repeatedly. it down. Repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. They've taken it they down. Started, they started, started, it back up. They started oh. off uh, chopping his nose off. Yeah. And they defaced it, and then they cut it off at the ankles. Someone, someone sawed through his feet, I think. It was Bart Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Doing it all... also had Judas painted on it. Oh, yeah, there you go. See. Cool. That'll be cut particularly deep for a man who genuinely thinks he's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably thinks he can fulfil both roles. <laughs> yeah. To be fair. <laughs> um, can we just take a little um, 
little detour. I'd like to thank you, actually, Luke, for oh. Um, oh dear. pointing me towards this. I don't. I can't believe I wasn't following this, but what I'm going to say is at Glenn Tamplin. <laughs> oh yeah, it's um, the, the the Romford FC owner. Used to be the Billy Ricky Town owner, of course. Uh, his Twitter is just. I'm just obsessed with it. Straight out, straight out of Essex. It, um, it, he's turned Romford FC into the sort of the, the only way is Essex FC. Effectively, mm-hmm. he seems to be signing players about every half an hour, <laughs> and he just goes on these absolutely mad positive rants. And Romford don't seem to be able to play a game because their pitch is so bad. The game games keep getting cancelled, mm-hmm. or the last one certainly did. And he's just posting videos of them just sort of jumping about in the dressing rooms <laughs> yeah. before games that they don't actually play, calling them like calling them Romford Rockets, and then dis- announcing that they've decided they're going to be called. Romford Wizards. Yeah, his most like recent the... tweet is we have decided there's a group of players and a family we want to be known as the Romford Wizards, not the Romford Rockets. Watch the Wizards go to work from now on. Romford Wizards and then about 15 wizard emojis. In different colours. <laughs> but I mean, the, the irony there is that the Wizards are not going to work because the pitch is too bad. It's like, it's like, the, it's like the plot of Big <laughs> sugared up man with loads of money. Yeah. It, I like how he refers to them as a family as well. Yeah. yeah. Marcus, I reckon you could get a run out for him. I don't think so. You could! <laughs> not, not these And days. you would fit in, no, more yes. importantly. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the first reply to, to that wizard's tweet is someone who's posted a picture of Hagrid from Harry, Harry Potter saying, you're a bellend, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you check out his, uh, I think when you sort of see a, a public figure, it's not what they tweet, it's not what they reply, it's what they like in their likes. Mm. Uh, he keeps liking a man called Kezi. Might be football, might not be. Uh, wishing Glenn Happy New Year, Daddy Pig. And then, <laughs> and then about 18 hours ago, sign me, sign me, sign me, Daddy Pig, sign me. He might well have done by now. There's, speaking of Daddy Pig, did you see that thing? Hang on, speaking There's a brilliant thing in the sun the other day. Someone highlighted it on Twitter. It's not football related, but nor is, nor is that masked no. singer thing. Yeah. Um, so, someone found a, a sun headline, and it was the girl who voices Peppa Pig. Right? Right. And it said, I can't remember her name, is unrecognisable on a night out with her friends. And someone's put underneath, what? You thought she actually looked like Peppa Pig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the, the weirdest headline. Oh, God, sign me, Daddy Pig. Anyway, Marcus, we've run out of things to talk about. Yeah, Hurt I me, Daddy. Uh, you're my only hope. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Tomorrow, Andy and Jules will be in your ears. Thank you, Luke Moore. We'll get Jules to rub, um, sum up this Robbie Savage thing once and for all. I think so. Thank you, Jim Campbell. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. It's been a bloody pleasure having you back, mate. Cheers, mate. Put those sticks up your bum. And uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. See you later, Daddy Pigs. This was a Stakhanov production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.